This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. And it's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been uh, a great week, though, because yes. you guys are the most unbelievable listeners that I've ever encountered. I've been doing podcasts for a long time. Same with you, you Jordana. Podcasts for a while. We started our first podcast after being on yours because it was so great. Yeah, and, and now here we are. Come full circle. We're doing one together. It's, it's amazing. And I've never seen, I mean, we've been podcasting for years. We've been doing yeah. this. And the response to this show is unlike, yeah. is unlike anything I've ever seen. And, and seeing your tweets and your DMs and your Instagram stories and your Snap stories, it really makes us feel good. And it's what this is all about. This is user-driven, user-generated. It's your emails. It's your situations. So... Really, that helps us out so much. So if you're on iTunes, you need to subscribe there. If you're on Stitcher, you got to subscribe there. If you're on SoundCloud, subscribe there. Also, if you're going to tell someone, tell them about the podcast. Let them know. Yeah, it's a great, as we discussed last time, it's a great podcast for couples, single people, people in relationships, really anyone who like is interested in modern dating, which is like pretty much everyone we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it revolves around all of us. And yeah. also like, you know, here's the thing, and Jordana, you might see this a lot. It's very, it's a weird time for podcasts in general, because you'll say to someone, uh, you'll mend, if you ever bring up a podcast, they'll go, well, I don't listen. They get offended for some reason. Have we talked about this? People who say they don't listen to, I don't podcasts, listen to podcasts in general. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't and it's like, oh, relax. I'm just trying to give you fun entertainment. <laughs> so I understand from you, the listener's perspective, how hard it is to tell someone about this yeah. show because you don't know if they're hip to the technology. People don't like feeling like, like I think like they're not in on something. Totally. So they so just kind of pretend like it's not it. a thing. Yeah. Right, yeah, but listen, I did that with Snapchat for a while, and then I eventually got one. It's, it, <laughs> yeah. So the, here's here's a couple ways to like to to passively share the show uh, on your Twitter. That's one. On your Instagram story, on your Snap story, we got an actual Instagram, a regular Instagram too. We do. Yeah, we had one that someone put it up on. Oh, I get a lot of actual those. posts and Great. tag yeah. Jordana and I on those posts. We will interact with it. I, I always like them. I always say thank you. It's it's uh, it really is very cool for us as people who put things out to have people enjoy them as much as we like doing them. Yeah, we've got hundreds of emails. Really, like. Over 200 emails, and just we haven't we've only done like six episodes. Yeah. So, and if you're using Apple iTunes, you got to touch it, touch it, play with it, throw <laughs> Show it. Show you love it. Show you love it. Yeah. Give a good, give a caress that sh- this show, the You Up podcast, on Apple by rating, subscribing, and uh, writing a review because that moves Please us do. up the charts, and that's all I have, people. Is to get, the charts, yeah. I, I literally, I text Jordana every time I go check the charts, and we've moved up one spot. I'm ex- I get excited every time. My life is quantified in how much others love me. <laughs> so it. please, um, which is why we're here. This is why we're anyway. here. <laughs> so let's do the show. Um, we, we, you know, we're getting. It's January. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're thinking about ourselves. What do you? What do you think about like New how Year's many resolutions? New Year's resolutions, but also like, do you have any resolutions yourself? 
I have like resolutions that I do every year, things that I'm generally bad at every year. And I think every year I go, I get a little bit better at them. I'm never yeah. going to be the best. I'm like, I try to say like, I, I'm like a mess. So I'm trying to say I'm, I'm going to be organized. Sure. I'm going to take better care of my possessions. And you could see in my, in our, my office, my uh, coat is just thrown on the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's going really well. Um, yeah. Like, you know, eating better, mm-hmm. all that healthy shit. I mean, I, I, I get, I write down mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. For the year. And I try to like keep with them. And Are I, goals the same as resolutions? I feel like they're a little different. I don't know. I, I, I feel weird even saying to people what I'm doing because now everyone's like, fuck you and your goals. Like that's every Instagram post. <laughs> well, the new it's thing. Like, what are you, some sort of basic bitch who wants to get better? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, 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 I feel fat. What are all like the new the the new things that people are trying to say like oh like you don't need any resolutions you're awesome like no No, like everyone can improve we all suck everyone can improve you don't think you can improve you're an asshole and you should improve but also you don't have to tell people they suck you know even though I just did I I I, uh, like but like you know now this time of year it's tough to like go on dates because it's like I want to be healthy I want to be better Mm -hmm. like you know. You go on a Wednesday date after New Year's and you're like, I don't want to fucking have seven vodka sodas. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, here's the thing, I guess, like, it's hard to date or I think to be social if you're not drinking. It's Mm. definitely a big part of, like, the dating game. How many drinks drinks should a guy or girl have on a first date? I was having this discussion with someone the other day. I think, like, if you're having a good time, like, I would probably go up to, like, four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not paying. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, 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 I, I do, um, I do think I, for, I, I don't think there's a number. I yeah. Think, I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's no, I mean, there's a number in which, I mean, what if you go to another bar, you go to a few bars, sure. like that four drinks, you that easily rack that up. You could absolutely. I yeah. think anytime you put rules on a first date, mm-hmm. you're stopping yourself from getting to know the person. Right. Like well, you, you said the bottle of wine thing. The bottle which of is wine like thing two and a half is a good drinks. start because at least it gives you an out. Right. And if you've listened to the past episode, I call it, you know, the bottle of wine trick. You get, you get to the end of it and you see where you are. The bottle is the hourglass for the date. But I, I do have to say, like, if you're saying to yourself, I'm going to have two drinks and I'm going to be good. and I'm not going to kiss this guy. and I'm not going to do this. And it's like, that's a lot of knots. Right. Like, why don't you open yourself up to the opportunity to have a good time and to meet someone and have them say, yeah, well, this has been great. We should do, we want to go to another bar. Like, I, I always encourage people. I'm like, if you're having a good day, like, I've, right. You said move to a different <coughs> bar. Travel. Mm-hmm. Travel. That's the one saying yes to yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, you could easily rack up a lot of drinks in, in multiple bars. I, I think I'm going to, but I'm taking January off. So how, how do you plan on dating then? I don't think I do play it on dating. Would I, you take it? Well, you could do a coffee date or something. Coffee date. I could do that. I The problem with not drinking, I've been on dates where I've not drank because like I'm going to take the whole month off from drinking. Mm-hmm. And I do know, I do admit to the idea that, yeah, this is going to affect my dating life. Right. What's the you longest know? you think you could do it? Not drink? I, I mean, I think I could go a couple days. De- couple hours no 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 i I, i'd like to see what happens after a month you know i want to get my feel like i want to like lose some weight i want to like see how it helps my writing for stand-up like i i i just need the reset that's fair and i do understand that like you know girls what you every girl wants to be taken for drinks i get that Mm -hmm. but like have you ever been on a date with a guy who hasn't drank they're not like a night date no maybe like oh i went on i've been on like a dinner date where Mm. the guy's not drinking Usually, I feel like that's like. Was it weird? Yeah, because I don't want to drink alone. 
Yeah. And like, so I'm not drinking either. If he's not drinking, I'm not drinking. And yeah. It's also like, again, like early dates, the guy is usually paying. I feel bad, like just ordering a shit ton of drinks when mm. the person's like getting cranberry juice. Um, <laughs> Why is that the drink that I have to get? I don't know. <laughs> like you're, The non-drinking guy just goes straight soda. to UTI? <laughs> he's not drinking because he's got a severe UTI. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like it just makes it, if, it, if you're having a date, if you don't, I understand, if you don't want to date, if you don't want to drink, that's totally fine. I would, I would would do like a lunch or a day a day well, it then. is weird because it takes out the i think when you don't drink on a date it takes away the casualness of it yeah I think that's it what becomes you go, like more of like a job interview it's an interview <laughs> you're sitting there like okay we could have done this at a desk yeah you know where it's like i i do uh, that's kind of my fear where it's mm-hmm. like you know like when's the last time you had sex without without uh like first time first, sober right. sex the first time i've ever had i don't even think I, I think i had a few drinks before i lost my virginity really I, yeah i don't think that the i, I think so never first time with someone just totally, totally sober. sober maybe like relatively sober definitely i don't it's really sad actually it's like <laughs> you know what's sad it's about making it? me sad talking about this you know yeah. what's sad about it it would be weird because it's as you're saying it's too personal it's a little too personal yeah, yeah it's a little too much it's a little I don't even know you I need I need you know right? I'm Jack still Daniels like, here in bed with us explore your body like <laughs> yeah. totally I mean I've had sober sex like yeah. you know like I've had I've had obviously I've had like a of ton course, of right. the first, first time, time yeah also the first time sex with no alcohol on you as a guy it's like Okay, I had, you know, before I had all this, uh, you know, I had armor. Yeah. You know, like. You could blame it on something. Blame it, I could blame right. bad on it, or I could not blame it when it goes good. Yeah. You know, like it's that, like, center, like, you have Takes a few drinks angel. and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I, I'm i the king of erections. We got to ask Mitt Romney what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Because that's sure, the only sure person. You would be open about that. You, right. Oh, let me tell you about sex for me sober. I, I, totally. Like, I, I do have this thing in me. I respect where, it. I just, I think it'd be weird. Now, what about this? Because now I'm out late at night. I do mm-hmm. shows at night and I'm like, um, the thing I've uh, what's going to help my month of not drinking is that I'm going away for a week. Okay, that's so, like yeah, it's twenty five percent of the whole. And I know thing. that I'm going to be with my family, so I don't even have to. Like my I mom need will, to drink more. <laughs> my mom will be like, "Let's start drinking," but I'll be like, "Ah, like I can get away with it. Like, right. There's no judgment." But if like yeah. the one thing I do want to do is like at night I just get a club soda with a lime in it. You like that? It looks like I'm drinking. Yeah. Oh, so Would you're that, saying you for the, to keep cer- up the social... To keep up the social right. interaction. Do you think that's a level... Like, if I was to go out, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm doing sober, jan- dry January, is that what they're calling they're it? They're calling it dry I think so, it's dry January. I hate that it has a name, because now yeah. that there's a name, well, it, I'm basic for just wanting to better myself. Well, it's so, just oh, like, you're doing dry January, like a bunch of other Jews from Long Island or Boston, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think the idea is, like, no, December, you drink, like, a shit ton, because it's, like, yeah, the holidays, and all those office parties, and all that I'm other just stuff. trying to get right. So you're, like trying to like reset it's all the mm. all the all ties into each other you're resetting yeah you and know i just love this whole idea that like now that we've figured out that we're a lot like the people that we grew up like a lot like everyone else now we have mm-hmm. to down it right <laughs> i met some girl uh at a show these four girls came and they're sitting in the crowd and they're like and it was a fun whatever they were a cool group and they go, come here, come here. And I was like, okay, hey, what's going on? You know, what I'm talking to them, like, come to our, where, where are you from? And I go, I'm from outside of Boston. And they're like, um, and then they go, uh, oh, I would have thought Long Island. And I go, no, I'm from uh, a town called Needham. And, and <laughs> this other I've girl. I've heard of that. Yeah, some, <laughs> some girls in the crowd go, same thing. And I'm like, okay, 
What, what, is, like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like, that, like, oh, she had to bring me down a notch to, say, right. to, to be some guy that she knows. Like, it was just a weird thing. But it's like people, people like to do, categorize, categorize you. But people right. like to do that with all this like New Year's resolution thing, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you're part dry January. It's like. Why don't I just say that I'm, I'm I have a problem. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe you just, yeah, you don't, you don't call it dry January. You just call it, you're not, you're not going around saying I'm doing a dry January. No, you're saying I'm, I'm, like, I'm just not drinking. I feel month. like a fat, disgusting asshole. That's what I keep saying to people. And I'm like, I have to get better. Um, but is it weird if I like am out and then I get a, cl- and I go meet a girl? What mm-hmm. if you found out I, yeah. a guy comes to meet you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were out, like, let's say it's 1230, right. and you're like, yeah, come meet us. You find out he's sober. And I come up, or whoever it is, with a club soda in their hand, and you're like, that, and you assume yeah. it's a vodka soda. Yeah. And you think that... I and then later in the night, you go back with this dude, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I was just drinking club soda. And I had a friend, I had a friend who did that. She was, like, super wasted. She was, like, kind of seeing this guy. She was, like, really drunk, and she... Like wound up going back with him, and she finds out the next day he's like totally sober, and she felt like very taken advantage of. Really? Yeah, that's I interesting. Mean, yeah, I think it's like it's a little predatory to be like in a bar or like with a girl who's really drunk. If you're sober and you see someone's like a little too drunk, like she oh, wasn't of really. Of course. You know, I mean, I, I, well, you're right. saying like it's, she, or but, even like she, like she reached out to him, even fine, whatever. But yeah. it's still like you know, so is, you kind of assume someone like either kind of can tell that you're like on that level and maybe wouldn't do it, mm. or like it is interesting to think that. She would have been fine with the situation if he was as drunk as her. I think it's just kind of like you feel like how much, how like coherent and like, you know, you become self-conscious. Right. I think you I think it's you become self-conscious, but you also feel like the person like you. It's weird to like have so much like so little control. And the other person clearly had so much more control. control. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes it like a very uneven, weird playing field. Yeah. And it makes it like it just seems a little predatory, I think. I I totally think I. But um, that's what I'm saying. Like if I would. This is kind of my plan Mm -hmm. is. And I'm not saying my. my, If I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hook up with a guy who was wasted if I was totally sober. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't get right. down like that anyways. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> to put it out there, I don't do that. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> That's I, the reason behind <laughs> the drive. Just kidding. Sorry. But I'm saying when uh, my thing for this month is going to be, yeah, I'm going to have a club soda and I'm going to have to say, yes, yeah, there's a club soda. And then people give you shit. Right. Just don't, yeah, you're just not going to. And I can understand, that. like, I guess the someone else feeling all uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm there. I'm still the same person. Right. But you do get in this situation where it's like, they're like, well, you're not going to do one shot with us. You're not going to have one drink. And it's like, and the only right. way out yeah, of it is to say like, I have a serious issue. <laughs> or no, I'm taking some serious meds or something. Yeah, that's like, the only way out usually will leave you alone. Or the drug, te- the drug test or that doesn't really work. Some so, sort of. This is what I'm saying. So I'm afraid that if I go out and meet a girl mm-hmm. and then I do have to say something, as we just talked about, right. she's going to feel uncomfortable. I would hope that she's not so drunk that she would feel uncomfortable right. to be a little bit couple drinks in mm-hmm. but that's kind of the situation it kind of like it changes the whole dynamic of the dating thing agreed like i can't do drinks yeah right? you can do um you can coffee. do coffee very fun coffee and lunch are so like they're just very much like they remind me of work and like a job and like yeah it's weird but i guess you'll, you'll leave I, and you know if you have a great sober date with someone you know it was really good i've had i've had coffee dates that have gone really well but yeah. it always felt like we did it to not have to We're commit to a commit to, to a bigger a, plan. Right. Like I wasn't even like sure of it. Well, yeah. How many coffee dates with someone can you really do? I guess you could One. take them to dinner 
and then like not drink. Well, my plan it's just, is I don't know. It's not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking is fun. Let's it do is. some emails. Okay, you but ready? I'm just, just wondering though, like how many dates would a drinks would a girl have to order where you were like on a date on a first date where you were like that's too much. Stop drinking. Yeah, I what would you I have to tell the the only amount that's too much is so much that you've lost you've left you've lapped the other person you're drinking more than them you're saying you you shouldn't yeah. lap the person you're with right like and finish your third drink before they finish their second yeah well i'll finish my third drink before a girl finishes her mm-hmm. second but i'm also you know a 200 pound guy right so it's like you know if she's slowing down and i'm speeding up it's like yeah we're on the same level still i'm right. saying like as far as like i always um I have this advice that I've given a lot where if you go to parties, you should pick a drunk pace car. <laughs> so like you, a person in the room, you won't get more drunk then? Whoever's the drunk, you find the drunkest person. Okay. In the, if you're at a party and, you, and you're worried about getting too drunk, find the drunkest person. And if you can find one, then you're not them. That's true. If you're sober enough to find them, you're and also... if you can't find one, guess what? It's, it's you, you, bitch. Right. <laughs> That's you. So If you have the wherewithal to be, like, looking for... Seek, actively seeking out that person you're usually not that drunk uh, totally but I'm yeah. saying that's what I tell you yeah. so that's my advice for parties so for a date I think you have to like make sure you're pacing with the car yeah you but I feel m- like if you're if you're having a good time you could have like a few drinks I just don't think there's a number I think I've gone on first dates where I'm like I can't believe how drunk we got last night but I had a great time yeah and I've also been on dates where I'm like I can't believe we didn't even drink anything and we had a great time I think a lot of girls will do too but I think that's like kind of dumb I just think the limit limits you um, because then you're in your head and it's like also if you're sitting there being like this is number three take it easy how much are you listening to what this person's talking about right have some dinner and have as many drinks (laughs) eat before you go right i always eat before a date do you ever eat before a date um unless i'm going to dinner i'm yeah no i eat before dinner oh you eat before dinner because i don't want to fucking eat like a pig (laughs) (laughs) you want to be an ravenous animal i have been on dates where i've been like as opposed to drinking i've been Mm -hmm. like jared you're eating like a fucking pig Stop it. I usually, you have eaten so much on this date. And, and I I would like, so I'll, but I, I can always have two dinners. It's <laughs> my, my Yeah, but you don't have to, wor- yeah, you don't have to worry about, I guess, like being too drunk because you didn't eat probably most of the time. I, I worry about bit. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm more worried about sitting there and being like, are you going to finish that? Because like, <laughs> I'll I'm eat it. Starving. I'm literally starving. I, I just don't like walking into any meal starving. I get like a little, I think like when in the first few like meal dates, I get a little nervous and I get less hungry anyway. Mm. So like I don't eat because I don't, don't worry about like eating everyone's shit because I'm usually like, that's why I don't, I just going back to our last, uh, the past episode we have where I don't like the tapas. Oh, because it's like, I don't like to think about like how much I'm taking, how, you how much get? I have yeah, to yeah, leave yeah, for yeah, him, yeah. blah, 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 If you whatever. can Google a stand-up bit, people, go to the Kevin James from the King of Queens. He has a classic bit about pizza math. Pizza math? It's him judging who's going to get what slice of pizza. And it's really fucking funny. That's so, the and one, it's on right. this topic. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is gonna totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. We have three emails today, so I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, we're extending the email, so to speak. We do. One um, is a little shorter, but I feel like... This is an evolving yeah. process, the UUP podcast. And if you have an email and you want to give us some <laughs> feedback or you want to um, ask us a question, please email us at uup at betches.com. That's uup at betches.com. uup at betches.com. And feedback, the good ones, you go to iTunes, yeah. rate, subscribe, review, Let's do an email. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, I want to read the first one. Let's do it. Dear Betches and Jared, thanks so much for the podcast. It's so relatable and has helped me navigate this modern and millennial world of dating apps and DMs. Jordana asks the questions we want to know, and Jared gives us the answers we do or don't want to hear. I give you the answers, too. You give a lot. I give you the answers as well. I'm shutting the fuck up, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So so Christmas weekend, I went to a friend's wedding and had definitely uh, taken advantage of the free wine bar. Free wine bar. Where's the rest of the bar? Where's the rest? Yeah. The Midwest. Where's that Tito's? <laughs> uh, come to the end of the night. 
<laughs> we're such assholes. Such <laughs> Where the fuck is the hard alcohol? Just judge the <laughs> fuck out of this wedding. <laughs> this was on four weddings. I'd be sitting there going, ugh, <laughs> a wine bar. Come to the end of the night, the best man approaches me and we hit it off. Met it at the bar after, take it back to his room. See? Traveling. That's what I was talking about. They yeah. went to a bar after. After the wedding, that's... I would be That's like a late sleep. night. That's impressive. <laughs> so things go from there. We end up hooking up the next morning. We go our separate ways. I took this hookup as see you never, kind of a uh, hookup as he kind. Of, uh, see, I took this hookup as a see you never kind of hookup as he lives in a different state. I didn't hear from him the next day or morning as I fully expected. But the uh, the day after next, he adds me on Snap, begins snapping me pretty consistently until I respond. Ever since then, we've been texting and snapping pretty consistently from five a.m. to bedtime. What's up at five a.m. No, oh, crazy. I guess when you have a don't have any hard alcohol. Yeah, you can get up early. He's not very <laughs> flirtatious, but whenever I hint at ending the conversation, he does begin another conversation right away. He texts back pretty quickly, only likes a few pictures on Instagram of random models in between our conversations, <laughs> and doesn't leave me on read on read for longer than a few minutes to an hour. My worry is that I'm starting to catch some feelings and that I may get friend-zoned. He states pretty frequently that he, since he has moved out to California, he doesn't have a lot of friends, doesn't go out, and generally seems bored and lonely. Also, we send each other quite a few selfies on Snapchat, and I never really get the vibe that he finds them cute, for lack of a better word. <laughs> what would he have to do to say that they're cute? You'd have to say, cute. Cute. You look cute. C-A-U-C-A-Y-U-T-T-E. <laughs> I mean, I know he doesn't find me ugly as we did have sex, but the lack of flirting and lonely speak uh, has got me wondering. I also wondered if he maybe he felt he owed me a favor of not ghosting me as a good friend of his new sister-in-law. But I feel like uh, we're past the favor phase. Both the bride and the groom are fully aware of what happened that night before with no hard feelings. Anyways, Betches, please advise if you think I need to cut... Uh, my feelings and realize I'm getting friend zone or if I need to woman up and initiate some flirting so things don't fade out. Thank you. What do you think? I think she's a little focused too much on like what this guy is thinking and not thinking enough about like what she actually wants out of this thing. Absolutely. This, this guy doesn't live in her state. Um, he's like not really like a viable option. I think she's kind of talking to him, kind of trying to decipher what he's thinking and what he's doing when like Really, she should be thinking, like, what am I going to get out of keeping talking yeah. to this guy? Like, is he, do I think he's going to move here for me? Like, seems like kind of doubtful. And, like, I would worry less about his intentions and worry more about, like, why you even, like, want to really be talking to him. Do you enjoy this conversation? Right. Doesn't it, sound that fun. <laughs> it sounds awful. Um, I think what she's doing is she's saying, he came to my store, mm -hmm. he bought the products, so at least I got that. Right. You know, she's like, she's like, I'm in my home state and I'm not dating anyone here. He already came and he moved away, but at least he's someone who's a, who's saw me attracted right. enough to sleep with, yeah. which I, I know I'm giving like a bare minimum to her, mm -hmm. but I'm saying part of that is, you know, a lot of guys and girls are out there being like, at least this person. Yeah. They want like a little attention. Sometimes a, it gets lonely out there. A text feels good. We yeah. have to admit to that. Someone's thinking of you. It, we have to admit that tech getting something a text, a like, uh, a poke, whatever these these small things that we like to laugh away and think that they're not a big deal, they're a big deal. There's a currency to them. So for her, you have to like getting a text, like getting a gift, right? You know, you, you see it, you open it up, you find out what's inside. 
That it's, yeah. it's the same thing, it's and you nice. get the dopamine that feels goes good. off. It feels good. Like feels good, yeah. So you have to. We as long as we admit to that, we can live in a reality that's more like reality. The minute we stop admitting to that, the minute this guy can go, ah, I was just texting. No, he's fucking lonely. He's right. in a new place. He's got no one to talk to, and you know what also feels good? Yeah. What do you What do you think is going on in his head? He owes her nothing. He gets he gets the dopamine of texting a girl that he knows would fuck him. Okay. While never having to go on a date. But like, what's even the point for him? I he's could. I think, he's got no. But I I'm think saying, a lot of girls are getting that scenario where they're like totally. texting these guys who are like not. They don't really live close, and they they feel like they are they're getting this attention, but they want to know like why why would he text me if he doesn't want to like? He has nothing else. Maybe he like is going to eventually. He wants to move back here with me, or he wants to. Yeah, I mean, this is not going to happen. This yeah. guy's gone. This guy yeah. just. Moved. Well, I'm telling you, that's what's in the back of this girl's head. Like yeah. she's not going to say it out loud because that sounds fucking no. crazy. What she, but in the back of her head, she's like, maybe we have this connection, and this guy would like we'll talk for so long that he'll feel a connection and he'll come visit me and then it'll be my boyfriend. Here's where she fucked up. And I'll tell you, this is what girls Let's do a lot. It. They do this a lot. She wrote it in her email. The answer is always in the email. So things go from met at the bar and take it back to his room. So things go from there and we ended up hooking up. The next morning we go our separate ways. I took this hookup as see you never kind of hookup as he lives in a different state. Girls do this so much. They set up the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. They set up the expectation so low that if a guy outperforms that expectation, he must be so into me. Well, I mean, yeah, we kind of assume like there's not he's not you're not actually having sex with him. So like, but, what's but I, the what is in it? What's in it for him? So he must have feelings. No, he got There's fucked. He, he wants to, you're a girl who will fuck him. There's, they never set it up as like, it's, it's, it's always like, uh, it, it, they set themselves a worst case scenario. And then when it's like a medium case scenario, they end up thinking it's the best case. Right. And, yeah. Well, and, they're my, they're my, I told you it's like this emotional masturbation thing um, where you like, the guy gives you a little attention. It's, it happens for long enough or not even long enough. Sometimes it happens. 20 minutes later you're envisioning like your life together totally and I but I understand why uh, why people do this but mm-hmm. like I think the the level of expectation that she started at <laughs> right. was so like so animal and gross that she was like that that he would he outdid the least he could do right <laughs> and now that means he loves her so like this happens a lot this happens a lot with hooking up where they'll go they'll go oh I thought you just didn't even want to talk to me anymore you fucked me and you were just gonna go, yeah, yeah. If he, it was an unemotional fucking mute. Well, I mean, it sounds like they've been talking. They talk every day. They talk a lot. Like that's. I get been, it, but she know. she can't reason with herself to go. Oh, he's lonely. Has no one else to text. Right. It can't just be that. She's going. It's either he never talks to me again, and I'm just a notch on his. Girls belt. prefer that. I told you. I, we like we like we like the extremes. So like, but guys like the, the middle ground. The middle ground. Well, that's the, where the, the tension the, lies. The ego float. Right. That is well, that's. What guys like the most the ego float right and, and that's what that's why i'm saying admit to the fact that a text feels good but that's what i'm saying also is that like this there's the guys then who like they're like i'm not a dick i texted her i i'm texting her we hooked up and i'm texting her but it's like it would be much better for this girl emotionally she's clearly like having some mm. she's dealing with this emotionally or she wouldn't be writing to us in general um 
where she doesn't know where she stands with the guy. And because this guy and this guy now she feels stands like, thousands of miles away, he feels like a good guy. And she feels like, um, like, I don't know what's going on here. I'm getting these like mixed signals. But like, it, this guy's talking. He's not he's not being that wait, flirty, but he's texting me. I totally agree with the not being an asshole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's where his mind is at. I think his mind is is in a different spot. I, well, I mean, I, yeah, because he's been talking to her for a while. I think his mind is in, she's cute, we had sex. Maybe I'll be in town one Maybe day. Maybe I'll be in town one day. I'd love to fuck her again, but for now, I have no one else to text, so it feels good right. to get, hear from somebody. So that's why I think that's all it is to him. Right. And for her sake, I think when, especially when someone moves that far away and like they keep texting, you can turn off too. What you said in the beginning is completely true. A lot of her things are dependent on the right, fact that he's, he's thinking, done. Yeah. yeah. He's texting. So I have to respond because right. I have no other guy here. Right. You need to say to him, Hey, this has been fun, but I'm going to concentrate on meeting new people. Right. And if you're in town, distracting if, me. if you're in town, yeah. let me know. Right. You don't, I don't, but I'm not going to talk to someone who's a ghost. Yeah, like, I think that's fair. Yeah, like, like that's fair, and I, that's kind of what he should do. Like, hey, I, I like even the next day text. Like, if I fucked a girl at a wedding mm-hmm. and I was going, she was going to California and I was going back to New York, I'd be like, hey, that was a lot, and we had a fun experience together. You had a fun night, which I'm sure he did. I'm, I'm sure, sure if they he both, was a terrible. He wouldn't be texting you at all. Yeah, okay. they both had a great time. If I texted that girl the next day. Hey, and th- this is what happens. This is why I keep going back to this line of like, see you never. And it's like, <laughs> have a little more thought for him being a human being that would feel that had enough feelings for you to have sex with you. So like, oh like, give him that much credit, a little more than the, because again. Well, we like to, I think it's like as a girl, you think there you, you, you know, you meet a lot of guys. You sometimes have a lot of guys are fucking assholes. It, it makes you feel better to set the bar low. That way you're not disappointed totally, if it is that. Put, you, this is a, something that, expectations will kill you. This is something that, 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 that we talk about a lot on this podcast. We put people in the tail ends of the bell curve. Right. In the tail ends of the bell curve. There's good and there's bad. Yeah. There's not, and then there's that fat middle of the curve. Mm-hmm. Okay, she put him on the most. And guys like to be in the middle. We don't. We don't we like. We love to be in the middle. middle. But know? I'm saying she put him most on the most um, dickish side of the curve. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but that's one percent of guys. You're only remembering all gamblers remember the losses. They mm-hmm. don't remember the medium wins. Then the gamblers don't remember when they won fifty bucks. Right. They remember when they lost a thousand and they made five thousand. Right. And vice versa. So what she's doing is she's gotten burned in the past. So she's sitting there being like. Well, see a never hook up. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure a guy has done that before where he had sex, never called again. And you were like, and you're preparing for that guy. But most guys are the average guy, a lot like me, where I would, if I was having sex with a girl at a wedding, fucking had a great time and thought she was cool and nice and beautiful. And she went to California. I went to New York and I would, I would send her a text being like, Hey, that was a great time. And then we'd have a moment of rehashing the wedding. I'm sure over text. Right. Or and dead. then it would, yeah. it would fizzle away. And then I would say at a certain point, I'd be in her town or she'd be in my town. And when you're in those towns, that's when you see if you actually want to re-up. Yeah. That, that's the moment where you're like, do I have the energy? Do I want to find new or do I want to go back to old? And do I want this baseline of, did that baseline of, did that happiness I felt that wedding 
do I want to feel that baseline or do I want to chase a ghost right. that doesn't really exist? And I think that's where she needs to let him know, hey, this has been fun, but let me know when you're in town. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. I think you don't need to, you don't need to keep answering someone just to be polite if it's like totally. taking up too much mental energy in your head. And like, let's be honest, think about yourself here. Like, you don't really want to, you don't really want to be dating someone who lives like across the country. Oh yeah, no. And also you're nothing, mo- and I mean this in the most uh, nicest way you could ever take this because it's not going to sound nice but you're a very nice beautiful girl that he enjoyed having a good time with that he will not date right now yeah i think that's that helps I mean, move that, on yeah so th- I, I would give him the out and let him know for do listen for you sure. can send your emails uup at betches.com uup at betches.com let's keep it going yeah let's do it all right I could, uh, you want me to read this oh, did, I, did i read There's, the last one no you yeah you read the last all one right, i'll read the next it. two this is a short one. It's a few episodes ago. I heard you all talking about people still living in home with their parents. Uh, my question is, what is the best way to break the situation to the girls I'm dating? I've had my own place when I was in college, but I took a break. I just got back a month ago from military training and I'll be living with my parents until I go back to school next fall. I know it's, it'll be weird since I'm 23, but these are the cards I'm dealing with. What are y'all's thoughts? Uh, first, I want to thank uh, thank you for your service. For your service, <laughs> I mean service that's so me amazing. <laughs> I, I know we get a lot of military people yeah. that listen uh, to my other show, but the, the, I think there I've been hearing from military people that listen to this show. That's great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's amazing, and I know they have like a lot of time on their hands to to. They're big military people. The servicemen and women are huge podcast supporters. That makes sense. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for uh, listening, and uh, I know. Because I get like videos, snap videos of like right. the barracks. Oh, that's it's the awesome. coolest thing. It's, that's yeah, so it's very cool. cool. But um, what do you think? What would you do if a guy was living at home? How would you handle I it? I think that it's only an issue if he plans on like staying there. Mm. I think if someone's got a plan, they're in, you know, they're in the military or they're in they're in school or they're doing, this is like a temporary thing. As long as I'm understanding that this is like a temporary thing and they're not like chill with it. The thing is like they need to not be chill with it. I'm yeah. chill with it if they're not chill with it. I, I, you know what I mean? Totally agree. We are, it's upward mobility is very attractive. Yes. Okay. Guys or girls. I love it. When a girl, I've dated a lot. You love when a girl loves their parents? I I like, no. (laughs) I don't, but the, the, you want to date someone who wants more for themselves than you want for right. them. And you feel like they're ambitious. Right? Ambitious. Yeah. Ambi- that will that is so sexy. And also, and, and that doesn't mean that right now you could be in a shitty situation. You could be sitting at home and you could be listening to this podcast from your basement of your parents' house and you could be thinking, well, what do I, I, I don't really know what I'm going to do next. Because we've all been in that place of life. Right. Okay. I, listen, I used to sell life insurance and now I'm a comedian and like I had moments where I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And I've had moments just yesterday where I said the same thing. So we've all had dark moments. Yeah. The pro- the thing is with dating is you have to sell yourself to yourself and then sell it to another person. Exactly. So like I'm at home because I'm saving up money to get to this new place, to get to this new job. And you can sell that to somebody and For that's sure. hot to the other yeah. person. That's totally fine. I wouldn't mind if I was, if I met someone and they were dating and they were living with their parents temporarily, like between their, between jobs, their sure. school, their between whatever. That's fine. That just needs to be relayed that that's not there. If they're, if you meet them and they're like, yeah, I got a great setup living in my parents' uh, basement. <laughs> it's great. Awesome. No rent. I'm going to pl- just love it here. Yeah. I'm staying forever. Then I'd be like, all right, I'm not dating this guy. <laughs> but if the guy's like, yeah, I'm like saving a little money. I'm going to like eventually like get my own place. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not like this isn't my plan. It's 
long as that's made clear to me, I have no issue with that. We, uh, everyone wants to date someone that they don't see themselves having to take care of. And yeah. that's a very generational thing. That's Even not men, you think, too? I think that's a new thing, right? Like, I think, like, I think there was a time where it'd be like, I will have the woman come home and make the meal and she'll protect the family. family. I think that's like an old thing because we watch people go through that, try to have that life and not be able to have that life. And we watch like divorces that happen because of that. And then people are put out and hadn't worked for years to go back to the workforce. We watch this. I think, I think we live from a, we're very, I think it's very generational. Like the millennial group loves to be self-sustaining no definitely no one wants to like be tied to anyone for like those reasons and I think that marriage itself has evolved to where it's like it's about it's not about like getting yourself taken care of it's about like being with someone who's like your intellectual and like physical emotionally and and, and that and I think that's like a I do think it's a newer thing I I, I think it's um and I know as a guy like there's nothing hotter to me when I'm like she's got her friends she's got her career she's fucking into it I'm like oh fuck yes and then I'm fit into that life I don't need to be that life and, right. and, and, and I, I mean because it's not your it's not like you're buying a property or something like that like you're like you want someone to like engage with you listen this friend. is the reason tapas is very popular right now <laughs> okay we want a little bit of everything we don't want to commit to one thing and then feel like we fucking you know the, now we gotta fucking go with this meal the rest of our life we want someone that can be on their own and be self-sustaining so you have to look at someone in the eye and go, hey, I understand the situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I'm self-aware now. about it. Yeah. My cousin lived with my grandmother for a long time. And and it was like to save money. Like he was like, I'm, I'm saving money. But he would sell it to chicks so hard because he'd be like, a good job. Oh, yeah. This was like the best thing. He would be like, oh, I live with my Nana. She's so cool. She'd be drinking upstairs. I'd be in the basement. I'd tell girls, I'd be like, say hi to Nana. We'd be all fucked up. Like, he sold it to them. Right, but as did this, he also sell it to them as he's not trying to live with Nana he, forever? He loved his situation, but also knew it was a fleeting moment in his life. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing you have. You have to sell that you're... To highlight the fleeting moment. <laughs> yes. I think, it, I think it's about selling that you understand that this isn't a situation uh, that anyone would want to be in, right. why you're enjoying it, why you're thriving in it, and why you will be out of it. it. Exactly. Those are the three steps. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. 
I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. All right, let's do, uh, let's do another one. What's up, old wise ones? We got a lot of... Oh, wise. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. Same. First, just wanted to say I've liked the show and how it's a little different from the J Train show, which is also great. I'm a 27-year-old guy, and I live in New York City. Anyway, this isn't a question that relates to a specific situation. I'm in, um, I'm, I'm in now, but something that I think has ended a few possible relationships too early. Yeah. I usually feel the strongest connection to women that I have really great banter with from the start, and I see it mentioned in dating profiles, so I think it's mutual. But these types of connections don't seem to last as long for me, and I've noticed that a theme was that we didn't we didn't know how to get out of the dating stage where we're hiding truth behind sarcasm. Like I said, I live in the Northeast where everyone has a little bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. In the few examples I've been through, I pulled back a bit on the jokes and teasing before they do, and then it became a weird dynamic. I can see how they could start to think I'm uh, putting them on too much of a pedestal, and I'm questioning whether or not they can be a little more genuine. We're probably both off just a bit, so what can I do on my side? Is a few months too early for this? I love banter, but at the same time, eventually I need to know she's capable of being on my team i have my guy friends to be the ones who always give me shit sincerely single as fuck but doing okay all things considered <laughs> like this guy's attitude i like Fair, yeah what do you think of this this is a, this is a big thing i think this is a big thing i think this is definitely a big new york thing um i think it's a big everything thing especially yeah. with like uh not to disagree i i, I see it a lot you see it a, i mean the, like the, sarca- the the saying i'm sarcastic as right, a mask um, for being an asshole right i think that's a that's a thing i think when i was younger that was more of a thing for me personally sure um i think it's a vulnerability thing too yeah um where you're like it's always like a fine line too between wanting someone with like a good banter good back and forth a little like sarcastic a little uh like edgy funny can like yeah. quick but also someone who's like kind of sweet like totally. which is something that again like i think the more i've gotten older the less i'm like i want like a complete fucking asshole who's like really quick and smart and like knows exactly what to say yeah. to like make the perfect joke like an aaron sorkin movie right yeah. it's like yeah like that's fun when you're younger and you like have your guard up a little more maybe and i think when you want something real it's like yeah you still want a little bit of that but more you want I totally get what this guy is saying. It's like you want when, someone who's like, when it's who's jokey, also going to be when, there for you. When it's jokey, it is a it is a mask um, to hide insecurities. For sure, yeah. This is why everyone does, you know, co- comedy comes from insecure places. And that's why people make jokes about it to divert so that now we're all laughing at my thing together. Right. And I, I get this a lot. I, I see out of that with this guy. I think 
I'm sure I, you got, you mean you're, yeah, you're a stand-up comedian in New York. I'm sure you this get is, it. This, and uh, I don't know if this is too much comedy related, but I think maybe we'll help people out there. But mm-hmm. I get a lot of people that like come at me. Because <laughs> they're like, they think they're trying to show you how funny they how are. How funny they are right. by cutting me down, mm-hmm. and it's annoying. Like the homeless it, girl. The homeless girl. Yeah, this is <laughs> was that from the last episode. Right. Uh, the, the, no, but it, I'll have a lot of girls that, that will write me. Yeah, you're fine. You're you're not that right. funny. And I'm like, well, that's my livelihood. <laughs> Bitch, right, yeah. Also, also, if you don't think I'm that funny, then get the fuck out of here. Right. That's okay. You cannot like me, uh-huh. but also that. Why would you still want to fuck me? We were just talking about upward mobility. Mm-hmm. You're, if you want to fuck me, that means you think that I'm gonna be. You, I'm just gonna not do well in my career of choice. I like, think there's like there's such a again there's such a fine line between like. Because no one wants the person on the other end of the spectrum either. That's just like, Serious oh, time, you're eating hummus. Like that's so great. Like I love hummus. You, like you, I love it. I'll, you have to know when to put it away, right? And I think for this guy, I think that I think good relationships. And I I've said this before, but I'll say it here. Um, good good relationships are not me being funny for you and the girl being funny for me. It's what not stand up comedy. It's improv. Right. It's it's, it's stand up comedy is you don't need to do a bit. There, I don't need your fucking bits. And I think all guys respond and the guy goes, "Well, you don't get my sarcasm." No, you don't know how to be sarcastic. <laughs> you know, you right, it's always just, uh, right. it's always everyone else's fault for you're, getting them. You're just being critical in like a in like a quicker way. Yeah, and right. and you're also putting up this defense so you don't have to laugh. Like, right. You know who doesn't laugh at jokes? At awful people. Like yeah. I wrote this, uh, I'll, I'll go into my DMs. I had this situation. He's come going up. into the DMs. I'll go into my DMs. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't, I don't think it's embarrassing, but I, I did get, I get a lot of people that approach me in this way. And I'm like, no, I want to be funny with you. Right. I want I, us I to like, wanna, but not like in a, we don't all, we don't have to tear each other down for no, it to be like hysterical. That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah. So like if it, I, I do understand the idea of being sarcastic and being flirty and mm-hmm. that's the reason they're talking to me in the first place because they do see something that could be with me or this guy, whatever right. it is. But a lot of times it goes to a point where you're like, yeah, can, can I, I don't know how like to even this? ask you on a date without looking at you and going, yeah, you win. Right. Is that what you want? You want to win the conversation? No one wants to be defeated and then go on a date with you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times girls and guys will try to be funny in this way because it's their insecurities. It's not mine. And they want to make you as insecure as them. Right. So I get So, but when I've been in the best relationships, it's been when I'm laughing with the other person. Yeah. Like let's make fun of someone else. Yeah. Not each other. <laughs> I mean, I got this, I got this message the other day and it, it annoyed me because I was like, when does this. I mean, it's like I used to be into those kinds of guys again, but then it become it gets to a certain point where it's like I don't feel safe in like a thing with you because I just feel like you're like you're like a critical like yeah everything I say is on the, well, that's not fun. Then people ask me a lot. So let me read this yeah. this Instagram. So this is like an example of like a conversation that would annoy me, and I'm sure would annoy a lot of other guys. Or girls. Because it's like, when do you put it away? You came to me with a message. You came and said hi to me. So what? (laughs) So you obviously thought something of me. So this girl came to me. I, I, I put up a lot of times conversations I have on dating apps. Right. Okay. And 
It's like my side art project. They're very funny. They're f- I thank you. Right. I like to think they're funny, but it's they, like a stamp collection. It's a stamp collection. <laughs> and uh, to answer anyone who thinks that I'm being, I don't think I'm being mean to these girls because a lot of times it's just them saying hello and then me giving a long rambling response. That's me being crazy. I'm the crazy one in nine. But you're fucking with them a little bit. Uh, I, I guess I am because they're they're the backboard that I'm throwing this joke off of. Right. But it's not like I I'm I'm writing about very personal dating things right. that people can commiserate with. It's a lot like the things that are funny on this podcast right. are the things that are funny on these Instagram posts. I yeah. like the thing. No, they are very funny, but you're like you are. I mean, I've seen them. They're very funny, but you are like a little bit unloading on them a little. I'm bit. unloading yeah. on them, but <laughs> I, I don't think there's. An, I don't they don't even that, know what's coming. They have no yeah. idea what's coming. They <laughs> but, but they, they are funny. They're so. funny. But they're also not once has anyone walked away and been like, I know that girl. Right. I would think. Yeah. No, you're not like doing anything malicious. There's no, I cross out their names. I I cross out their face. I mean, it's not about them. Right. This is me making a joke for the sake of making people laugh on Instagram. Okay. So this person wrote to me, how do you, how do you respond to DMs typically? Okay. So that's her like. This is on a, a, on, on a dating app? This is a that? DM. Okay, DM. She's saying, she's acknowledging that this was written there. Okay. How do you respond to DMs typically? She's looking to see how I would respond to her. Okay. I also write these messages to people that I, I've made a lot of assumptions about that I don't think I could ever end up. I looked at her pictures. She's cute. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. She's down to play. So I wrote, and then I saw that two of my friends follow her. On, on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. So she wrote, how do you respond to DMs typically? And I saw two of my friends follow her and I said, I'm generally pretty nice to people followed by two people I've met. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so that's a, I think I'm flirting back a little bit. I'm playing right. in the, the world she's created. She wrote, okay, thanks. I was just wondering. Did she take you literally? I, I That's the thing. She <laughs> couldn't have, right at that moment, she could have wrote, LOL, how, what, what are you doing for New Year's? Do you know what I mean? Like, right. well, you know, I don't think she like got it. It sounds like. I don't know what she wanted out of this conversation, but that's the thing. We've talked I think about she was thing. taking you literally. <laughs> I think I was being kind of nice. I, I, no, you were being funny, but it was like a smarter joke. I don't think she got it, to be honest. So then I liked yeah. her response. Okay. Then she writes, and then I wrote, how do you know this friend? Mm-hmm. I wrote back. I continue right. the conversation. I'm showing that, interest. That all sometimes happen though, the guy though, where they write something that's like kind of sarcastic and I'm just like, it goes over your head and you're just like, where are we in this? Com- I'm like confused. I'm, you know I mean? That's kind of where I'm at. Right. Where okay. it's like, I re- she writes, how do you typically respond to DMs typically? Okay. I know okay. That she knows I write crazy shit. Right. I wrote, I'm generally pretty nice to people followed by two people I've met. Right. She and then she wrote, thanks. okay, thanks. Just wondering. Okay. Okay. I liked her post and I'm like, where do we go from here? I think she's cute still. Mm-hmm. I, I get where you're saying we're like, okay, we've kind of hit a stopgap here. Right. But I'm like, how do you know blank at a blank? Because mm-hmm. that's who follows her. Uh, she writes back, he asked me for money on the street once. I didn't have any cash, so I gave him an Instagram follow instead. Okay, that's weird. Then she immediately <laughs> writes back, just kidding, met him at the comedy club. Okay. Ugh, that's like, a, that's tough because like... What do I do? It's tough because she's not funny. <sighs> if it were clever... I'm sure she's funny. I don't know. I'm sh- because no one has this much confidence that doesn't think they're funny. Or that was a really a weird story. It was like it was like too many layers on that. It's story too much. She could have. Yeah. I already know though. We're in a fight, not a talk. Right. Because she could have wrote back to the first thing with ha ha. 
even if you don't laugh, just write ha-ha. That right. puts everyone at ease. Oh, yeah, okay. Or LOL. LOL, something. Yeah. So I just wrote back, nice. And that was it? <laughs> and then I wrote back, what are you doing New Year's? Like, I'm trying to make this... See, trying see, to make it work. But right. also, I'm trying to bring it back to reality. You're, do- you're dodging the... I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm leaving commentary. joke land right. based yeah. on her being hot and confident enough to message me. Okay. And being like, okay, let's go to real world. Okay. How, what are you doing for New Year's? Okay. So... I, okay. Going to a friend's apartment, uh, then bar hopping at midnight. Okay. Yourself. And I wrote, um, I'm at this comedy club. Mm-hmm. And then she writes... What's your last joke of 2017 going to be? Okay. This makes you didn't me. like that? That's uh, no. I'm, I'm not going to That was better than the weird story. And then, so, so then I'm, so now she's back, but I'm also, she's back in joke world. Right, this is yeah. what I'm talking Wait, about. She's with trying the, to get back. In the, uh, I, I, like uh, to banter world where it's like, I, okay. this is where I see eye to eye with this guy where it's like, you got to leave it at a certain mm-hmm. point. Like she could have been like, Oh, uh, I'm going to be around there later tonight. We, you know, if you're down for drinks, I'm around. You can add out. Right. This is now, what's your last joke of 2017? I, okay. I see, I see both sides here. I understand you, this guy, the whole thing, but it's like, if you're a girl and you're dating a lot, you're on these apps or you're like, I don't know, I guess she's DMing people. You kind of like want to get away from that generic talk. So I like, hear you. Wanna, it's like I don't want. I don't care what you're doing for New Year's. If I'm not, if, I don't know if that's where that was leading or not. Or it's like, well, how was your week? I don't give a shit how your weekend was. Really, I kind of just want to like see if you're like kind of funny or like interesting. But although with you, I feel like she would know. Already. But she already seen my account. She right. already knows. Yeah, where I'm coming and that, from. that's what I'm saying. In this instance, like she should just get. She has a sense but, of who you are already. To relate it to other people, though, mm-hmm. I'm. You know, there's a point. These dating apps, you're having the normal conversation. If you know that there's something that you're like, I kind of like, the, the reason I'm here is because I'm, I'm kind of digging what their vibe is. Just say, I'm going to be out tonight. Come meet up with my friends. And right. I think that's a non-threatening way to be like, those are the best type of meetings. Right. The ones that happen quick off these They're things. Casual. And yeah. casual. Hey, I'm out with my friends. You're out with your friends on New Year's. I'm going to be out with my friends. Hey, if you're in the area, I'll pop by. But now we're back to joke world. And she wrote, what's your last joke of 2017 going to be? So now I'm back to fucking joke time. Right. And I wrote about a girl DMing me. Okay. That's Do good. we get the joke? That's good. Do we I get, get, the, jo- I get I, the joke? I'm not living in a world where this doesn't that's make a, sense. You're right. That's a, that's I'm cute. making fun of I'm right. being cute with her. Yeah. Two questions. Can I hear a sneak peek? Two, would you like to FaceTime me in to confirm that you indeed receive, you did indeed receive said DM? Okay. What? Did you do this? Fuck no. I'm done with this person. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. And I, now I'm done. Now I'm going to sound like an See, asshole. Okay. To, to anyone that wasn't on my side when I started this story, you're going to be not on my side even more. And anyone that's on my side, you might switch to the other team okay, at this point because I'm going to sound miserable. Now I'm in the position. Where, this is what happens with this sarcastic person, jokey joke joke, who won't let it the fuck go. This okay. is what happens. You put the other person in the position of sounding like the miserable asshole. Did you respond? Yeah. What'd you say? I wrote, my, my account is the sneak peek. Okay. <laughs> if you think the account right. is funny, then that's what to, I don't yeah. have to. I go on. To, I have to go prove myself to everyone every night. You liked something about my account, like it's the same with right. any dating app. Yeah. You're there because you thought this person was attractive, or you like something about that person. So, so you live in this world where do you need to be reconfirmed? Like I need to like prove myself. So right. then she, I think people people assume that like it's almost like you know, make me a bicycle club. Like tell me a joke, yeah, and like tell like I'm like. 
But like, they, but that's also it's almost girls, like you're wor- It's like I'm not working now. A lot of girls assume that with dating too, right? Where it's like, oh, well, I want someone who's funny. Every guy knows, yeah. That to being funny is a part of what a girl finds attractive. About yeah, of course. Every yeah. guy knows right. that. So when when we know that and you attack that, you're, you're trying to like extract it. I've gotten that too because I'm an also in the comedy sure. world where it's like I've yeah those are the guys that I'm like I'm going on the dates like I don't want to have this women snarky, in comedy you probably get it worse than I yeah I don't want to have this snarky back and forth with you. I just want to like a real conversation for like a second I'm not at work. Totally. But I, I want to relax for a second. Women get a much worse, I would think. I would think because you got guys that want to getting being funny gets you laid, so that's right. the show they're they like dominating you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So she so she wrote, Can I hear a sneak peek and two some other bullshit that didn't make any sense? I wrote back, my account is the sneak peek. Right. A sneak peek of the joke, she writes. Now we're in a fight okay. of me telling her I'm not gonna fucking t- Message you a joke. Right. <laughs> Watch, so you can go, well, that's not good. Yeah. That and I sounds wrote, contentious. So now I'm the miserable ass, so I'm going to sound more miserable now. Okay, let's hear I wrote, it. If you didn't find my account funny, then you wouldn't find my jokes funny. Fair. I definitely find your account funny. I'm talking about the joke about the particular DM. That was me being flirty and I, I don't have a joke about a fucking girl DMing me. Right. I'm making fun of you for DMing me in the first place. You guys are in this like weird, like that's what I'm saying. It gets into this weird situation where both people are like trying to like either like prove themselves or like there's just like this awkward dynamic where no one even knows like what someone even like means. That's what I'm saying. Which happens in person too. You think that would just be like a text thing, but that happens in person too where you're just like, like... Let's just like be put people. it away, and if there's a joke in there, it'll happen. Yes, let's not put like it do it away. Right. Let's no, let's not do a stand up show. It's always the person that's like, well, I guess they don't get right. me. No, have a little self, mm-hmm. like uh, be a little humble about it, and realize that you missed too. Yeah, you and, gotta like give a little, so a little vulnerability, a little like <laughs> I'm I'm free this night, or like I'm open to like having a conversation with you. That's not just like two assholes trying to one up each other. Totally, and we're gonna get into the 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 mindset of someone who does this because like, there's more. Okay, I definitely find your account funny. I'm talking about the joke about this particular DM, which okay. now she's dissecting. She missed the joke about the DM and girl that I told before. It missed the whole boat. I wrote, and I wrote, this isn't a fun way for us to get to know one another. Okay. Because <laughs> now like I'm just it. like, I, I, I still find you hot enough. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to just cut the shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm cutting the shit. She wrote, really? I'm having a ball. There another way you prefer? Okay. N- now I'm exhausted. Right. Is there another way? And then I said what I said on this, this See, episode. See, she assumes because you're a comedian that you like this shit. I don't That's like the biggest shit. misconception about like comedians, but it's like you wouldn't go out with an actor and expect them to like play a different role di- or like a doctor and make them like look at your foot. Like it's <laughs> I but I do I'm I, I I I do think guys get put in this position a lot. Right. Where and then even I'll, if they're not right like this even guy. if they don't do comedy. Right. And I I'm just saying like I get where it's like always sarcastic, always joke, 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 joke. And it's like, I'm sure girls get in this situation a lot too, where it's like, put it away. Right. Stop it. And, and it's just to mask their insecurities. And I think it's a younger, yeah, so I'm saying, I think it's a younger person thing. They're afraid to be vulnerable. Totally. They have more insecurities. And so they need to like deflect it with this, <laughs> with this thing. It's so, an, it's annoying. I feel it too. And I feel like I get with this guy, my, my suggestion for him is to like weave both of those things into early dates. You could totally. do, you can do like, again, like the improv, like Jared was saying, like the reactive, um, the reactive jokes to things but again focus them on other people not mm. on each other like focus it on the weird waiter or like that kind of thing and also like within those things you can say something sweet 
Yeah. Like just pepper, like also, out of balance. Just laugh. Yeah. Just laugh at someone. Break it. You know, you can break. You know when like, you know what the most fun part of SNL is? When Jimmy Fallon used to fucking break and right. start laughing. laughing. Yeah. That's why we all liked Jimmy Fallon. Because they're not taking they, themselves they, right. Too seriously. seriously. So it's like, that's the point where you're, there's a reason Jimmy Fallon is the host of the Tonight Show now. Because he was beloved. Right. He was the first one to break. And some people got annoyed by it. But like, that's just an example of like why we fall in love with somebody. Right. Because you see their insecurities. Their vulnerabilities. See when, they, like, see when things go wrong. Yeah, you want me to read the rest of this? I'd say just, <laughs> I think we're done with it. Oh, are we? Uh, no, it's, it's yeah. fine from there. But you understand where I'm getting at. Yeah, for sure. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do, uh, let's do games. Would you go on a second date if uh, he or she gets food all over their face while they're eating pasta? Would you tell them also? I would love it. 
into it. Like the fart? Just, like the fart? You just want to date a complete fucking mess, huh? Just a mess. Well, I like It's someone, one or the other. <laughs> I like being on any day where someone's having a good enough time to lose themselves like they've been with an old friend. Okay. And I think that's a good a sign of a good date. And that, see, I can be sweet, too. Look at the, oh, <laughs> so Aw, then play the end of the Full Love House it. music. Um, see, but I'm saying, like, if someone's getting shit on their face, that means they're having such a good time that they've forgotten all these rules and all this, uh, you know, and then there's probably shit on my face. So, yes, I'm going to. You're going to tell them? Uh, it would. I would wait until the waiter came and then then tell them. Okay. What, what, would, I, what do you, what do, you, what do, you do? I think I'd tell them. You would I'd, tell them? I'd tell them and then I'd, I'd be like, you've got a little something. But then I'd say something like sweet or deflective. Yeah. yeah. I would say something sarcastic. I'm yeah. saving it for later. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I would respond. <laughs> yeah, with. yeah, that would yes. be our response every time. Yeah, you got as long as the person's not like. Drunk, and then I wouldn't wipe it off. If someone was like, "Oh, you got food in your face," I'd be like, "I'm saving it for later." And then I would keep it there as long as they could take it, because <laughs> usually that's not my problem at that point. That's their problem. That's fair. That's funny. <laughs> so you have the best first date, and they have an excessive. They, they order, don't they eat. Order, uh, they order an excessive amount of food that they they don't, don't eat. eat. Yeah. I, I can't go on the second date. Why? Why is that? Because first of all, you're not eating. What's my future with this person? They have a little bit, but they order like it's like they order like three appetizers. Yeah, they're out of their minds. <laughs> Are they paying? No, you're paying. I'm paying. You're paying. <laughs> you're gonna pay for this fucking yeah. No, waste that, of... the date in every other way is great, but no, they couldn't have been great. I'd be an awful date at that point because I'd be like, annoyed. "What are you not? Yeah. You, what, you didn't want it? I thought you had the." She's like, oh, I wanted to try it. It tastes. It tastes. No, <laughs> this happens. Would you? Would you? Do, would you go out with them again? I, you ever go out with someone who constantly overorders and you're splitting the bill and you're just like, come on. Yeah, but like, you. I know you're not going to eat that. I think this is a different female position because <laughs> right. if I, I'm an overorderer, but at the same time, I know I'm paying. I don't go on right. dates that I don't that I can't afford. Right. <laughs> so I go on dates. With the idea that I'm paying right. every single time, and then if it works out differently, then I'm, you know, that's nice, th- nice for me. But I order as if I'm paying all the time. Right. Well, I mean, like that's what I'm. If I'm, if the guy is or is paying and he's ordering a shit ton of food, yeah. like go for it. I don't give a shit. And then doesn't eat any of it. Yeah. You're gonna care. go back. Yeah, he's got a lot of money to throw away. Yeah. I just can't wait for him to be used. You're not worried about his your future with him and the financial decisions that I'm he's going to make. I'm assuming he can afford it, apparently, so. or not. <laughs> he's got credit yeah, card if debt. he can, I'm going to be like, maybe you don't need the truffle fries or whatever. <laughs> um, every I guy, love that. Every that, guy suggests that you split the truffle fries. Truffle fries are the one yeah. uh, is the date. Order of opulence. <laughs> you know, like that's a, anything truffle. You did it. Truffle tater tots. Specialty truffle. I'm a yeah. I'm, this I guy knows well how to king. Treat, knows how to treat a lady. Yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. Um. You want to? They go. take a moment to write out the calories and everything they just ate or drank. Do you go on the second day? I'm not going on the second day with that. No. Take your Weight Watchers plan somewhere else. Even as someone who who's watching what they eat themselves. That, but I told you I'm out of the dating game a bit because, because of what of I'm that. watching myself. So okay. I'm not going to go on a boring day. If I go out, I'm going out. It's just like one second I need to write down that I had a bite of yeah. your like, you know, tiramisu. Sorry, I have to take out this Weight Watchers sponsored scale <laughs> to measure out. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, I couldn't. Hold on, I'm doing the math in my head. As uh, a guy, that would be very unattractive, right? Say, to date a guy who's doing that, yeah. Especially just, if he's not like it. What if it, What if you're on a date with a guy who's literally obese doing that? 
He's obese and he's writing down everything he's getting. Maybe and he's like, I'm trying. This is, this is trying. It. I still want to date, I think but I still need to get my life together. I think together. that's almost better, honestly, than a guy who's like has a six pack and he's doing that because the, the obese the guy needs, this is the I obese have. guy needs to be doing it. You know, yeah. like he's like got some weight health issues. Like, would you ever be on a date huh? with an obese guy? Maybe if he's a bad dating app pictures, I couldn't tell. So you, <laughs> so you can't tell from his pictures. You get on the date, and you're like, "Oh my god, he's enormous. He's enormous. He's, pr- I mean, like, and, but then he ends up being. So this is second. Yeah. So here's the first date scenario. Okay, yeah. bad. The pictures don't represent the person, but you have the best date ever. I'm a girl. Yeah, I'll go on a second date. Definitely go on the second date. Yeah, I'm day. sure I'll be much more attracted to him. I'll think he's like, I've dated guys who like weren't like super hot. Like if they're they good personality, like that's it. You know, I guess I would go on the second. You got to take the whole package in. Is he like you know, good job personality? Yeah, sure, you got to put like, the whole thing know, together. Yeah, and he's weighing out. Same his- question. <laughs> she's she's you have great. You know she's great. Great she date. Doesn't look anything like her pictures. I've had this happen. She's obese. Bo- I've had this happen before. Okay. And we went out for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. We had a great Did you time. call her out about the pictures? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. What she was she just doing? like them to me. Using, like, older pictures or, like, just, like, distorting her body? Or they were older. Okay. And I was just like, eh. Yeah. She was cool. That's why, you know, that's why people do that. She was hot in a different way. That's why people... she was a, she was bigger, but I, I mean at the same time, I, I told you I, I, I like a curvier girl, right? And I was looking, I was like, she's still beautiful, but it was like I, I mean, I don't like but to, I don't like person. to, re- I don't like to reward that kind of behavior because yeah. I feel like people do that on purpose. They know they're they're misrepresenting themselves in hopes that the person will find them charming. Well, so I don't, like to re- I don't like to reward that behavior. I kind of feel like I'm currently in that situation where, like, my profile. I'm like, I don't know if this is. I'm like the year as the years go by. You don't change them? I haven't in a, in a minute. Right. But Guys must get less pictures taken of them. I feel like it's harder for them to choose dating. Yeah, especially like alone shots and stuff like that. But right. I, you know, my Instagram's attached to one of, you know, to certain ones, so. That's fair. But. Okay. This was great. Yeah, great episode. Um, it's already half. It, to ourselves. It's, it's, yeah, it's already halfway <laughs> through January almost. You did it. So, um, so at I'm this point, I'm with you with the. I'm a butterfly. With at this dry point. January. We'll see if you break. We can uh, see if you make it. We'll check in if, if the third episode once we. Yeah. You'll see. But um, listen, uh, we really appreciate you, the listener, in the new year, getting involved with this podcast. Please do. Uh, Email us. Keep sending emails. UUP at betches um, We are here every Thursday. Spread the word. This is user generated. This is user promoted. This is all about you guys. Uh, we love doing it. Hopefully, you yeah. guys keep love listening to it and keep rating, subscribing, and commenting on the and reviewing on Please. iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and all that. So I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordan Abraham. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.